The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Portugal has finally officially booked their ticket to Qatar. They defeated North Macedonia 2-0. Well, man. You know, when it was discovered that it was going to be either Portugal or Italy that missed out on the World Cup, you know, I think a lot really speculated that it would be Portugal because everybody was convinced that there would be no way that that uh, Italy would go from winning the European Championship to failing to qualify for the World Cup. But that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I mean, honestly, you know, and I've already said it numerous times, you know, in this episode, that the fact that Portugal and Italy were in the World Cup playoffs to begin with was was their own damn fault because of the poor finishes in the World Cup uh, group. You know, and with Portugal having to go through Turkey first and then with North Macedonia pulling off the upset of the century, beating Italy one nothing in Italy. You know, I said to myself, "Look, if North Macedonia can defeat the four-time world champions and the current European champions, then you you might as well not count them out against Portugal." And I didn't count them out. Now, Portugal got the, the got the job done in a pretty convincing fashion. It was only two nothing, but still, I mean, the fact that you know, in North Macedonia's case, you know, losing two nothing. Isn't isn't so bad. I mean, they lost. They would have loved to qualify for the World Cup, but they lost. But you know, I, I think you know what you really have to give uh, North Macedonia credit for was the fact that they challenged you know Cristiano Ronaldo and company, and they did. They absolutely did. So you know, it, it, it's it, it, interesting you know seeing Bruno Fernandez you know score a brace you know to Bruno Fernandez you know sending Portugal to the World Cup fi- to the World Cup. Uh, tournament uh in Qatar so <laughs> oh boy you know and North Macedonia had no shots on target and only three shots total while you know Portugal had two shots on target and two of them they, they were able to make them count so 
so Portugal really getting it done like like that, you know, you know, it, it would have been bad, you know, had Portugal failed to qualify. I mean, because you know, now, then we were thinking of the future of Cristiano Ronaldo as far as international duty goes. Because I said to myself, look, Cristiano Ronaldo at this point of his career is in the final stages, or at least he's, you know, he's hitting there. I mean, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo at this point of his career, you know, he's he recently just turned thirty-seven years old. I mean, you know. The question is, you know, we don't know how much he has left. I mean, right now his stint with Manchester United is not going well, and you know it's bad enough that things are not going well with Manchester United. And if Portugal somehow, you know, in a disastrous fashion, fail to qualify for the World Cup, I mean, in Ronaldo's case, that would be the worst way to end his international career. So, oh boy, I really, uh, I really don't know what to say, honestly. As, as, as far as I'm as, as far as I'm concerned, but you know, I guess you know Ronaldo doesn't have to worry about it at this point because you know he, he's through and, and and Cristiano Ronaldo did actually provide uh, an assist to Bruno Fernandez his first goal. You know Ronaldo was in the starting lineup. You know Diogo Jota kind of led, led the attack. You know Portugal utilized four defenders, three midfielders, and three strikers, and with Diogo Jota in, in the center. So, and, you know, seeing Ronaldo provide the assist in the first goal, and then Diego Jota scoring the second goal, with uh, excuse me, Diego Jota providing the assist for the second goal. So, it was good to see Portugal play as a team, you know. And, you know, Portugal really at this point, you know, with a team that's like kind of loaded with, with, with some very respectable defense, you know, See, seeing uh, basically you know, the players, you know, you got Silva, you got Bruno Fernandes, Jao Moutinho, you know, Diego Jota, just to name a few, and you know some of the other players as well. You know, Rafael Guerrero, you know, just the, uh, you know, you know, th- this was the opportunity, you know, to show that you know Portugal deserves to be in, in the tournament, and and they really proved it. But you know, right now at this point. You know, Portugal's really looking to, honestly, they really want to make an, a positive impact in this World Cup because the last couple of World Cups, you know, ever, ever since their, their run in 2006, uh, things have not gone well for the Portuguese in the World Cup. Round of 16 in 2010, the group stage in 2014, the round of 16 in 2018 when they were the reigning European champions, when they lost to Uruguay in the round of 16. You know, honestly... Portugal, their their best finish in the World Cup was back in 1966 when they finished in third. Now, after that, you know, in 2006, you know, 40 years later, they finished in fourth. But the last couple of World, Cup, World Cups have not been good. So Portugal is really looking to have a, have a deep run. So, and, you know, go back to the discussion about Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, now you really have to wonder to yourself... Is this officially his final World Cup tournament? I mean, you know, he's 37 years old right now. You know, you know, four years later in 2026, he'll be he'll be 41 years old. So, you know, I'd imagine if if miraculously he's still on the squad by then, you know, there's no way he's going to be a full time starter. I'd imagine by then he's just going to be a reserve player, probably. You know, probably have an honorary coaching title with the team by then. I mean, we don't know when he's going to officially announce his retirement because. Ronaldo, while he's you know obviously not the player he was you know when he was younger, he's still putting up uh he's still having some very good performances every now and then, so 
so as far as Cristiano Ronaldo goes moving forward, it, it's hard to be convinced because anything can happen. You know, he hasn't really provided updates. You know, as far as his future goes, you know, a lot of people are really talking that you know, as soon as he is his current uh, stint with Manchester United ends, he's probably going to finish out his career with in major with Major League Soccer here in the United States, which I'm sure would be great for him. I mean, I'm sure that and and any MLS team that wants him so bad, I mean. I always say, if, if Ronaldo were to go to the MLS team, if there's an MLS team that wants Ronaldo so bad, I mean, the first thing they got to understand is it's going to cost them a lot of money. I mean, get, if you know, you know, we, we thought Zlatan Ibrahimovic was expensive with LA Galaxy and then with Wayne Rooney as well. I mean, all these these European superstars that are playing in the MLS, I mean, we all thought th- those guys were expensive. I mean, Ronaldo is only going to tip the scale further. You know, at, at, at the same time, you know, of course, but then you think that if he, if he goes to the MLS, you know, people are going to kind of d- see that as a publicity stunt. Because, you know, an MLS team, you know, if they, if they successfully sign Ronaldo, you know, all the money that's going to cost them. But at the same time, you know, Ronaldo's going to, is going to, his jersey's going to sell, his, his, his appear, you know, his, his appearance in the stadiums, I mean, that's going to sell tickets. So it's going to help the team do a bit, but. But you know the bottom line is at this point, you know, for for Cristiano Ronaldo, the, his career remains uncertain. So, going back to whether or not this is his last World Cup, I really believe that that, that it it very well could be. I mean, again, he's thirty seven years old. You know, he's he he's still he's still in, in top shape. But you know, he he still has you know some injuries every now and then. But obviously, his time with Manchester United right now is it's not going good at all. And it was predicted that it would go bad, you know, once he arrived there. I mean, uh, a friend of mine, Zach Westrick, you know, heavily predicted that, and he definitely got that right. So, and, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, part of me really believes that he's, he's unhappy right now with Ed Old Trafford. So, so, so really, at this point, it's, it's really safe to say that he is the, at the final stage of his career. So, but as far as Portugal goes, I mean, Portugal's future still remains somewhat bright because even when R- Ronaldo retires, I mean... There's still going to be some bright players to look forward to, and, and Diogo Jota is one of them. So, of course, there's Bruno Fernandes as well, and Jao Felix. So, so it, it's just going to be the end of an era, and of course, re- replacing Ronaldo will, will be the toughest thing for the Portuguese national team. But you know, they'll be able to find their next superstar. There's no doubt about it. So, so beating North Macedonia really uh, in convincing fashion. You know, well. Portugal can, can breathe a huge sigh of relief because, you know, it, it was strongly... Because, you know, the way this game was supposed to go, it was supposed to be Italy versus Portugal, and that's what we could have had today. And, unfortunately, we didn't get what we wanted. You know, Portugal versus Italy was the match that the world was looking forward to, but, but North Macedonia decided to say, nope, we are not... We're not going to ha- We're not going to go down like that. We're going to be the ones to challenge Portugal, and they did, and, and Portugal took the challenge, and they pulled through. So... Here they are, qualified for the World Cup, and of course, you know, with, with their talent and you know, the kind of a recent amount of success. Although their uh, their defense their defense of the European Championship last uh, year was uh, was awful, you know, you know, Portugal really has a has has a point to prove, and they want to prove that you know the last Euro the, their last run in the European Championship was a fluke. And that the last couple of World Cups just have not been good for them, so they they want to they want to make things right. But I think the most important thing for the Portuguese national team is that if they know that this is Ronaldo's last run in the World Cup, they want to make it mean something. They want to make the most out of this. So Portugal is looking for the hottest finish ever. 
And, you know, even if it means, you know, making it as far as the quarterfinals or make it to the final four and possibly finishing in third, you know, it, it, of course, they want, they want to win the title. That, that's what they want more, more than anything. Of course, Ronaldo would love to win the World Cup. But <clears throat> I think at this point, really, no matter what happens, Portu- uh, Ronaldo's career is going to end on good terms. But, but really, as far as it ending on good terms or not, I mean, that's, that's for Ronaldo himself to decide. And, and if Portugal shits the bed in the World Cup, you know, he's going to be pretty pissed off about it. And he's, and he's going to think to himself, if I walk out now, you know, the end of my international career was not with my head up. It, it, it was not on good terms, and I can't go down like that. So so that's why Portugal's got to play as a team, and they're going to have to make their run mean something, and they're going to have to make it special. And it, it's it's not impossible. It is quite frankly possible, but it's up to them to make it happen. And that's all I got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.